Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for joining us for our weekly podcast talking about all things gaming, media, and whatever the f*** we want. I'm Scott. I'm Trey. And this is 8 Bits and Pieces. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. Again. Hi. I feel like we just did this. We literally just did. Yeah. (laughs) But we're back. We are. And we're talking about a topic near and dear to my heart today. We are. And I'm excited to hear what you, uh, all about your experience, actually. Sure. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, so well, this what week, are we talking about? This week we're talking about the Renaissance World Tour. I got to attend and had a lovely time. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about my experience. You're so fascinated with my love for Beyonce. We decided to dedicate an episode to it. Hopefully you know, a shorter episode. But I just know <laughs> that you do absolutely love her. And, I do. you know, it's, I'm excited to hear why you love her. I mean, it's it's obvious. I mean, she's a great artist, I, but you know, not everybody is a super fan. I feel like you're a pretty big fan. I wouldn't say maybe I you are a super fan, but you're, you're a huge know. fan. I'm not. I wouldn't quite. I don't think I'm a super fan of anyone. Um, there's no one that like in the world that I think I like go crazy for. Uh, as far as like knowing their life and like being able to be like, this is when their birthday is. This is where they were born. Like, I couldn't tell you any of that shit. Not even um, for Vincent Price? No. No clue. Oh. He's okay. tattooed on my body, and I still don't know like where he was born. Okay. Um, I know the uh, year I he died. I expected a different answer. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, well, they're just, they're people. Like, to me, like, celebrities are just people. They're just people with, like, talent that has given them the ability to get more money. <laughs> okay. I can, I can see we, that. We, I can see that. We're talented, but we're, we're just out here streaming, sitting yeah. in our rooms. <laughs> Okay, relax, Mister One Hundred Thirty Percent to goal. Um, right. Yeah, no, I'm having a freaking killer month. I'm excited. Okay. Um, no, but um, yes, I got to go to the Beyonce tour in, in Arizona, and it was wonderful. She was incredible. Um, she did start an hour late, so they, you know, it says show starts at eight. Get there, you know, an hour before. We got there, I think, at like six, six, six thirty. Um, and she didn't start to like a little after nine. Who opened? No one. She didn't have an opener. Oh, nope. Um, okay. She's just that much of an icon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean. But then again, anybody who opens for 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 Beyonce, I mean, I feel like they would have to be a pretty big star themselves. Well, I want to say five years ago. That was the first time I ever saw Beyonce. It was five years ago, and it was for On the Run Two. So it was her and Jay Z. They yes. had. They had Chloe and Hallie opening, which was really cute. Love Chloe and Hallie. And then in between them, like Chloe and Hallie and, and Jay-Z and Beyonce, it was DJ Khaled. And it was just the weirdest. It was so weird, dude. Um, he was what like running he around stage. Do? He just kept saying DJ Khaled in another one. I don't know. <laughs> we the best music. <laughs> I like, don't know what he does. I don't know what he does. I know he produces, obviously. Yeah. But I- I mean, as his own songs, I've never heard him. I will say it was a very interesting set, but it, it did get us hyped. It did get us hyped. And I that's what he that. does best, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So I can see why they would have him right before she comes. Or they came on. I think that's yeah. that's smart. Uh, but for, for Renaissance, she came out and um, 
she was an hour late, but she started the show with like five, like love ballad type songs. And she just sounded incredible. Like it was ethereal and magical. Um, she looked incredible because I'm surprised to no one. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, it was interesting. Cause I was, I was sat apart from my friends. We got upgraded. Um, our seats were supposed to be in a section and they got rid of the section. So they moved us. Yeah. I know um, when you texted up. me that I was like, Oh shit. And, and we were, we were pretty close to, to the stage and I was, but I was in a row separate from them. So I could see them, but like we weren't together. Um, but I just, I don't know. It was, it was magical and beautiful. And, and I loved hearing her voice. She did um, some of her slower songs that people probably aren't super familiar with, unless you're like a, a super fan. Um, I knew a few of them, not all of them. I was just going to say, you said you weren't a super fan. Don't go naming off all the songs. No. Um, and then she did, she did a tribute to Tina Turner, which was really cute. Ooh, that would uh, be cool. So um, she does that. And, and obviously she, she's famous for like having 800 costume changes. So she does, you know, the first five songs and then there's like the intro. Um, and then it was, and then it just, it started and it was like incredible. I will say, so she did, she did her first three songs off of Renaissance and the third song was alien superstar the sound completely cut out like the music, like the beat, her like vocal, like her mic cut off, like completely mm-hmm. off. And everyone was like, what's going on? And they just left the stage for 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. And we were all mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Like what's, go- <laughs> what's going on? Um, and I guess they just had some technical, technical difficulties, but it was just, it was very funny. Cause we were all just like, okay. The hell? Yeah. Um, we were like, is did that was that supposed to happen? And she just came back and, and she even in that time she didn't outfit another outfit change. I was she had just, just done say. one. <laughs> just, it was it wasn't planned. Like the outfit she had on was supposed to be for, you know, those songs that she came out and did another <laughs> like grouping of them. Uh or a new outfit for those next songs. Got so that was kind of cool. She really does. She really does. Um it was it was just ethereal and wonderful. Um, I sent you the clip of you know mm-hmm. she does she does move and then you know sample some of get or uh, move your body, which by, by the the old school was it Nina Sky? I think it was Nina Sky that did it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, sent you that clip, um, which is fantastic, by the way. It was so funny. <laughs> it made my day when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she was just great. And then um, she did, you know, some classics like Get Me Bodied. I was just going to uh, ask, like, what Diva, what this... Crazy in Love. Okay. Okay. I love that song. Crazy in Love? Crazy in Love. Yeah. I, when, yeah. It, when it was out, we were living in, in Irvine, California. We, I spent a lot of time, like, driving to meet David for lunch. And I had to drive, like, on the 405 and stuff and a lot of traffic. And I just remember, like, I had that song on repeat one day because it's had the windows down, you know, beach vibes. That beat just made me feel good. That song just made me feel good, and I love it. Yeah, she did. She did a lot of her classics. I think it all together was like thirty-five songs. That's wow. Uh, yeah, it's like it was. I want to say a three-hour show. Yeah, that's pretty. No, that's pretty two impressive. two and a half hour. I think we got home after we got through traffic and everything. I think 
We got home around 1240. I was probably like passed out by like 1, 1.30. Okay. The hangover was real though. The hangover, I was just going to ask. <laughs> the emotional hangover. Um, okay. It was just, you know, you're on you're on cloud nine and you're screaming. Yes. I really thought I was going to lose my voice and I didn't. Uh, but my, my throat was sore, but to the point where like my, like, it was my muscle, not like the actual throat, like soreness, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. It was just, a, it was a feeling I'd never experienced before of like, I was like, did I like, uh, did I work out my neck? <laughs> like, I, right. don't, I don't know how this is possible, but, um, look, look, you said my neck. I can't, I can't not do my it. back. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't not. It's like a, it's like a reflex now. <laughs> so let me ask you this like if you had to pick your top five favorite beyonce songs oh okay and this could go this could go beyonce you can even go back to the oh, dc yeah, yeah. days uh you know whatever you know um okay i don't know this is in no particular order this is off the cup um diva dangerously in love formation heated and um, blow. Okay. Five. There you go. I tried to pick one from each era that I really, really love. I just, I, okay. So I, I do, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm not a, I'm not a, what you would consider a huge or even a big fan. I like her music. I enjoy her music. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I feel like, I don't know. I liked more of the earlier destiny child stuff. She definitely pivoted, I think. Uh, yeah, she, she was very R and B. Yeah, no, and she's, well, she's. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. You go ahead. No, no. You, I think you were going in the same direction that I was going. I mean, she completely changed. I mean, she was kind of more urban before, um, and kind of like more pop urban type stuff. And like now, I feel like she's really like coming to her own as like an artist. To where, when she puts out songs, like you know, you. you I don't know. She's just Beyonce. Like you, you just, she's an icon now. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, for me, my, my love for her didn't start at destiny's child or anything like that. Um, there's this song that she's, she does with, uh, this guy boots. Um, I don't think it's ever been released on streaming. It's called dreaming. And she, she just sounds ethereal in it. Like I, I could cry anytime I listen to it. Um, she just sounds incredible. Um, and I heard it, I want to say eight years ago ish. And it's, it's just so good. Um, and then after lemonade, I really, I, that's kind of amplified my love for her because it, it told a story. Right. Um, you know, obviously it was heartbreaking and there was the accompanying film, but it was, it was a story and I love music and albums that tell a story Yeah. that, you know, you hit play you don't put it on shuffle and it tells a story from point A to point B, you know, there's a completely, it's a, it's a story told, you know, sadness, overcoming that, you know, still mm-hmm. being with the person that you love and they hurt after they hurt you. Like that whole story was beautiful. Um, so for me, lemonade really redefined my love for her. It's probably my favorite album. That was a good close, one. closely followed by four. Um, and then Renaissance Renaissance is, is up there mostly because it's, based on house music and like definitely heavily relies on 
like the voguing elements and stuff like that. So for sure. Love, love Renaissance. And of course, of course, Lemonade made us all hate Becky with the, with the good hair. And Jay-Z. Yeah, and Jay-Z, I think, I mean, I, I, I can't hate Jay-Z. I think I'm a bigger Jay-Z fan than I am Beyonce fan, but. So I love Jay-Z controversial hot take. I have always loved Jay-Z. Uh, when I saw him for on the run too, I think that I was just, I mean, I was happy because I got to see two huge mega powerhouse artists together. Yeah. Uh, and that was cool. So I, I mean, I'm a big fan of both. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, yeah, whenever, whenever they're on a song together too, it's, it's always so good. I feel like it's always a good song. Yeah. It's always a banger. It's always one mm-hmm. of those ones that you could just throw on, just vibe to. I love it. I, I, you know, I will say that like on stage. So during um, one of her songs, my power blue comes on like blue Ivy came on the stage and danced with her. And I thought that was so fucking cool. Speaking, speaking of guests, were there, were there any uh, special appearances or anything by anybody? Or was it just all her Um, blue Ivy? That's pretty much it. That's everything else was, was her, um, she had some pretty famous like Vogers, like honey Balenciaga and stuff like that. Nice. Um, okay. So before, before the finale, quote unquote, so she does, she ended with some, some Renaissance um, and she gets basically on a, a disco ball esque horse mm-hmm. and um, flies around like the stadium. <laughs> um, but like the, before she's, you know, doing all that, uh, they did like a little, little Vogue battle while she got changed, which was cool. Um, but otherwise that was, that was pretty much it. Um, lay twins, I guess if, if you're familiar, like they're just some of her dancers that she's found. Yeah, they're incredible. I, I, but I, I, other, go ahead. other than that, no, like not nobody to like sing with her or anything. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I was kind of more interested in. I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised at the same time. I mean, I think like as big of an artist as she is, I mean, she's obviously the main draw to the concert, right? There's like, she doesn't need any kind of, anything like that's how big she is that's how amazing like she is as an artist like it, it's just it goes above like needing any gimmicks or anything like it's just pure like artistry you know what i mean that's kind of like i feel like with her like it it's almost like effortless for her um and so uh, i i will say that i what i was going to say when you were talking about the voguing like i love that she acknowledges and like embraces like that side of like the culture and like the scene and stuff like that. Like it's, I feel like it's really important for artists not to lose that, like that connection. Um, and so the fact that, you know, she was voguing and, and all that stuff, I think is, is awesome. Um, but I think it definitely, she's, she's one of the few artists that I think that respects where she pulls the sources from and wants to yeah. pull them into, into what's going on. She's like, I'm not going to pull the elements just for the beat. I, I, I want the people who live this life to be part of my tour, you know, to be part of the visuals. I think it's Uh, great. I think, I think that that's to me what makes her so incredible. Um, she's not this person that pulls from, you know, rock music or whatever without respecting it or understanding where it comes from. Like she's very, very knowledgeable and very, yeah. Yeah. She She cares. Assignment for lack of a better terms. Like she, Mm -hmm. she um, sure did. 
that she understands the history and, and, and everything involved. And I think, yeah, I think it's really like telling of an artist when they do that. Um, it just, it just humanizes them a lot more. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, she's, mm-hmm. she's huge. She's this mega star, but at the same time, like she's humble. Like she, she understands the history. She understands the past, the culture, um, and that there's more to it. Like you said, than just having like a, a beat and, you know, her singing over it. Like, yeah, she understands like songs can mean something to people and, and have like a power over them. And when you tie it to something like that, it just makes it even more powerful. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Word. Yeah. I think that's that's all we got for this episode. So make sure you, you know, like, subscribe, download, share with your friends. If you love Beyonce as much as I do, let me know. Uh, but like, you know, the fourth member of Destiny's Child, it's time for us to to go. So until next time, 8 Bits and Peace out. <laughs>